What does the Liberal Party do? No one's voting for them. They're going to be, if they lose the New South Wales election, every every government of any significance in mainland Australia will be Labor. I'm talking every state, um, every territory, and of course the federal government. The only Liberal government of any any size will be the Tasmanian government, where they have a small majority. Um, Redbridge Capital is looking at this. Cos Samaras is a director there. He joins us now. Cos, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Tom. Well, first, why are the Liberals so on the nose? What has what has changed either with them or the electorate at large? I think they they failed to capture the hearts and minds of an emerging generation, which has uh, gradually over the last ten years becoming has become more dominant on our electoral wall, and they're largely people that we we define as millennials and Generation Z. They're only securing in most states uh, one in five of these voters. Uh, and to give you some, your listeners some context here, uh, they will make up 50% of the voters roll in Victoria by 2026, uh, presently about 40% in Melbourne. The largest uh, block beyond, uh, and have actually surpassed baby boomers. And so what, what would you define this block as? Basically anyone that is at, at presently under the age of 40, Right, under the age of 40. So, right. so, so, so essentially the, the views of young people are going to dominate politics and the Liberals don't seem to get many votes from young people. Yeah, that's right. And the, and the, the, the other big shift is that these individuals, historically what's happened is that people have always been a little bit more, uh, I would say, left-wing when they were younger and they've become more conservative as, as they've aged. This is not happening with this generation. Right. So they're, yeah, so, so people now well into their 30s are still voting for left-wing parties. Okay. Well, I mean, is that the end of the Liberal Party then? Because they can't just suddenly become left-wing. I mean, the left is you know, mm. very much you know, occupied by Labor and the Greens and a few other small parties. I mean, is there anything the Liberals can do about this? Well, they, they, I mean, it isn't all uh, grim for them. So they do need to pivot and start representing... Uh, a greater uh, uh, demographic, so to speak. So, in other words, there are people for, in that age bracket that I've just been talking about who, who would probably listen to them. And we can see that in New South Wales. So, although it's pretty grim across the country, the New South Wales Liberal Party secures a, 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 the greatest portion. They, were, they can secure about 30% of that millennial Gen Z vote, which is the highest in the country. Right, okay. Um, I, I used to always think it was um, the rise of, or the decline of unionism and, and the rise of the small business person. You know, the, the tradie who in a previous generation might have worked on a factory floor has now got his own ute with his, you know, business dot, 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 proprietary mm. limited written on the side. Mm. That's the sort of person who might have voted Labor in a previous generation but would now vote Liberal. Isn't, I mean, it, th- that trend is pretty established. What, why aren't all those, you know, people with small businesses, mm. are, are they voting Liberal? They are. They are indeed. So that, that is what I would define as the Liberal Party's Praetorian Guard, particularly in, in, in Melbourne. So if you go out to, we've got a by-election on at the moment in Aston, which is uh, one of the sort of epicentres of where tradies live in the city. And this is why uh, a seat like Aston, but in particular a state seat like Roville, does so well for the Liberal Party because there's a lot of tradespersons there. But they are not the dominant constituency. The working class in Melbourne now is largely what I define as the precarious. You know, people working in service industries, health, low-paid, uh, hard work. And uh, and you can find a lot of those people living in our growth corridors. Coupled with that, you have millennial professionals who now dominate the inner parts of our large cities, and they are spreading into eastern 
electorates, and we saw the effect of that at the last state election in Victoria. Right. Okay, so again, I'll put it to you. What do the Liberals do? Do they do they embrace environmentalism? Do they... Uh I don't know. Do they just hope that one day the the, the you know electoral pendulum swings their way? What, what do they do to to grab some of these under forty votes that are currently uh, largely going to Labor and the Greens? At the heart of at the heart of a lot of this generation we've been talking about, whether it's the Australian Indian family living out in Craigieburn, or whether it's the young couple that are living in uh, Hawthorne. Uh, and uh, all of these individuals under the age of 40, at the heart of what drives them is aspiration. They are progressively minded, and if the Liberal Party is able to re-pivot itself and start appealing to that aspiration, championing that aspiration, whatever they may be, they may have a, a, a bit more luck. They don't need to win, win all of them back. They need to win some of them back. Right. And final question, isn't there another problem that Liberals have? Like if you look at the, the private school belt, and in particular the seat of Kuyong, um, mm. which has got more private schools than just about anywhere else on earth, and yet they voted for a teal. They didn't vote in Josh Frydenberg at the last federal election. Yeah, I think we've got to be... Uh, I mean, that is a very complicated part of the world when it comes to politics now. So there was about, I would say, 30% of the former Liberal vote that voted for the teal. And then the teal secured a lot of former Labor and Green voting, uh, Green Green voters as well. So a lot of tactical voting going on there. Okay. Um, but, but we do know that private schools do produce uh, what I would have found is progressively minded young people. All right. <laughs> That's interesting, isn't it? Because they, they used to vote the same way as their parents, which was largely right. liberal, and now they don't. All right, thank you, Cos. Cos Samaras, Director at Redbridge Group Australia. They do a lot of strategy work, social research, this sort of thing. And uh, one of his colleagues, Tony Barry, is giving a speech today on this very issue, on the Liberal Party's demise and what they can do about it.